So can you please start off um, with your name and your class? Where were you born? I was born in Jersey City, New Jersey. And where did you grow up? Baltimore. What did your parents do? My mother worked for the federal government. My dad was an assistant superintendent in Baltimore City Public School. What was your childhood like? Like them and be able to 
to make food like they did. Um, food was definitely definitely connected to love in my family. So um, that was that was a very big part of it. Um, I think my childhood was fairly sheltered in that yeah, I knew about segregation. I knew um, about, you know, the difference between black and white, but I didn't feel it because so much. I felt it. Later on, I felt it quite a bit, but as a, as a little kid, um, I was primarily living in, uh, I was living in a black community, not primarily, I was living in a black community, and the people in my community were very concerned about protecting their children and seeing that they didn't have to uh, suffer or feel um, that they were less than um, any other person. So uh, I remember that. I also remember um, some of my first encounters with um, uh, racist uh, remarks and uh, the behavior toward me that, you know, really uh, was really hurtful. Um, and that was probably, that started when I went to integrated school. Um, when I first started school, I was in the, an all African American Catholic school, St. Francis Xavier, over in East Baltimore. And then when I was in third grade, I, you know, started hearing about um, civil rights. I started hearing about um, sit-ins. I don't know what the sit-ins had started then, but I know... I'm pretty sure some of the marches had started, maybe sit-ins also, and, and protests. And I knew it was about integration. And, and I also had heard, listening to my parents talk about um, racial matters, that um, schools were integrated. So, or, you know, that the Supreme Court had ordered that um, they integrate the public schools. So, I told my dad when I was in third grade, I said, I want to go to an integrated school. And so, I, I'm sure he, he probably, you know, gulped and, and, you know, talked to my mom. But, you know, he, he said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take you out and enroll you in one. And so, I enrolled in my first integrated school. Um, and there, I remember doing something. I, I was, I had done something that I shouldn't have done, um, misbehaved. Um, but I remember, um, the teacher who was white saying, you know, these students, um, uh, let you come to this school, or, or words to that effect, that, that I was there, um, 
because they had allowed me to come or because they had tolerated my um, coming to that school. And um, I, although what I had done was wrong, um, I don't think now I don't think it merited that kind of reprimand. Could have just told me, you know, you shouldn't say something about one of your classmates. But to, to tell me that I was there because they, they let me come or they were nice enough to let me come, um, I felt, I, I didn't know it at the time. I knew it didn't feel right, but now I understand what she was saying to me. Um, and then there were, you know, instances where a group of um, white girls in the class, uh, kind of formed a clique. And one day they were talking, they were whispering. This was like in about the seventh grade, maybe sixth or seventh. And they were whispering, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then one of them said, well, my mother wouldn't let her come to her house. And the other one said, well, I don't think my mother would either. I said, well, why? And they said, because your, your mother's white and your father's black. Well, actually, both of my parents are, were African American. But they thought my mother was white. And um, it was, you know, because I was, I was uh, black, they felt that their mothers wouldn't let me come to their homes. Um, so, you know, that little clique um, tried to exclude me because of race. And then one of the brothers of the girls called me, you know, the N-word. That wasn't the same day. That was a different occasion. Um, and that, that didn't feel good either. But I always had my community to come back to. And... Um, to be quite honest with you, um, I grew up thinking that it was a wonderful thing to be, to be black. And, um, I don't remember ever wanting to be, or feeling that, gee, I would be better off if I were white. Because I, you know, I thought, gee, as my aunts and my uncles and my friends and, and, and family, I felt they were the best people in the world. Um, I could go on, but... Yeah. Um, that, was a, that was a good answer. Um, so were your parents um, active politically, or per, did they participate in any demonstrations? No. No. Um, they were... They were active. My dad was active in the community. I mean, he was very active in the community through his church. Um, but they did not go to demonstrations, as far as I know. I never heard that they went. Um, and politically, they supported, you know, um, top, you know, candidates, I'm sure, but 
in terms of actually going to polling places or going out um, and campaigning for someone. No, they didn't. Did your parents belong to the NAACP? Yes. So, can you speak more to how you felt about your early schooling? Okay, well, as I mentioned, St. Francis Xavier was um, an all-black Catholic school when you saw more run by Catholic nuns, the uh, Outlet Sisters of Providence, and they were an uh, African-American um, order of sisters, nuns, and, um, ooh, they didn't take any, any stuff from anybody, <laughs> including me, um, they were, you know, very devoted to the kids, they were, um, seemed like they saw everything, you didn't, you know, I was scared to death to do anything um, it, with those with those nuns because, boy, if you got in trouble, you were in trouble. And um, they made you work hard. They didn't. Um, they didn't allow you to to goof off in class. They were pretty strict, but. I, I, I think probably I learned some discipline there, and I, I, I was pretty, I liked school anyway. I just, you know, I liked school. So, um, it was always, I was always looking forward to going to school. Um, when, when I started going to integrated school, um, I still had none, and they were still strict, um, and they were still demanding academically. Um, in Catholic schools, you know, they placed a high premium uh, at that time on, um, you know, reading well, and conduct was a big thing. Um, being able to have good handwriting was important too, and I did. Um, and 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 math skills—they weren't that strong on the reasoning skills, like the time that you know you're supposed to have a goucher. Um, I got more of that at home. Also, um, I should add, you know, because my father was an educator and my mom was also always interested in, in my education. They were always sharing things with me. Um, and my Aunt, Aunt Mary was the same way. You know, she would talk to me about the news, uh, talk to me about events. And so um, it wasn't the school that was educating me, of course. It was um, my, the adults in my life as well. So, I loved going to the library. Um, I got into trouble because, like, I would go and take out all these books, and then I'd keep them too long. 
and I get these exorbitant fees because I forget to return the book to the library. But, um, and that got me in trouble more than once. But I just loved going there. It was like every Saturday I would go downtown. I'd go to any Pratt Library children's room. And I'd go to the Walters Art Gallery. And that was my Saturday afternoon when I was about, oh, 10 or so and allowed to take the bus downtown. Maybe I was a little bit older than that, but I think it might have been 10. So, um, did you want me to elaborate more, or? Um, I can ask you a little more specific questions. Um, so, did you feel prepared to go to college in high school? Yes, yes. Did you have any mentors in high school? of your family go to college? My dad, my mom, um, let's see, my grandparents did not. Um, my great aunt had been, I had an aunt who went to college. I had a couple aunts who went to college. Um, and I had some great aunts who had gone to what now would probably be considered high school, but back then it was called normal school or teacher's college. And that was kind of cool because 
maternal grandmother's sisters. He, she had three sisters who all went to on to become school teachers. And um, it was a situation where one sister went and she worked hard, made enough money to help the other so. So that was that was important. And had a couple uncles who went to college also. So why did you um, apply to Goucher? Oh, several reasons. Just like uh, one reason was I'm just a babysit for a woman named Alice Schreiber and um, when I was looking at colleges I mentioned that I was interested in Gallagher she said, Gallagher, I went to Gallagher well I knew she was a smart woman and um, I figured, oh well, she's smart and um, when I was talking to her learned interesting things and she was going to graduate school and she was very, um, you know, very interested in her graduate studies. So, um, that definitely raised Goucher above the other schools that I was considering at the time. Um, and then I had a friend Linda Grant, who was a year ahead of me, and I think I had gotten into Goucher by then. I'm not sure, but Linda invited me out for a weekend, and, you know, there's nothing like going out and being on campus and when you're a senior in high school and actually fantasizing that this could be you next year. So... Um, I had at least two people who I could see had, one had graduated from Goucher and one was going to Goucher, so it helped me to see myself there and see that it would be a good place for me. Were your parents able to help you finance your education or was it something you did yourself? I, uh, my parents so, what were your first impressions of Goucher? Oh, goodness. What do you think? <laughs> hmm. um, I thought it was a cool place. I thought I thought it was beautiful. Um, but the campus was beautiful. I thought um, I paid a lot of attention to what um, my, you know other people were wearing, and I noticed that oh, there are a lot of cloths, there are a lot of blue jeans, um, and. So, note to sell, get clogged with losing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I 
noticed that um, the like, first impression, one of the uh, African-American students and seniors, um, I think it was like, you know, maybe the first or second day that I was there came looking for me uh, to introduce herself and to make sure that going to a college where you were part of a very small number of black students? That was fine. It didn't bother me. It didn't bother me at all. I had come from a high school where I was one of four, three in my class. There were 13 of us. That was like a lot compared to what I had been accustomed to in high school. It was 13 black freshmen in my class. That was, the, I think, the highest number of gals you had ever admitted. And um, it didn't take us long to find one another. And um, so I didn't, I didn't have that adjustment issue. Did you live on campus? I did. I lived in Simpson, which I thought was wonderful at the time. I know it's not well-loved now, but it's great there. Who was your roommate? Donna Sims. And how did you find living in the dorm your first year? So much fun. It was just fun. <laughs> I was an only child, so first I was delighted to have a roommate. I never had shared room with anyone before, and I, I you know, I, I enjoyed that having somebody to talk to every night when I came in. Um, the women on my hall were great. I love it. Did you feel any racial tensions on campus or in your dorm?
though, you know, Goucher was somewhat of a bubble even, you know, even then. There, there were tensions all over um, the country. And so we felt that, I felt that, um, I don't, I had friends who were um, African American, I had friends who were white, so I didn't, if, if there were students there who were not supportive or didn't, didn't like me because of what I was, um, I, didn't, I didn't pick up on it. Uh, I remember we were, the African-American students, we were always urging the administration and faculty to hire more African-American professors. Um, we wanted, um, We wanted more professors, we wanted more speakers, we wanted a more relevant, that was the word that was very, very much in vogue at that time, uh, relevant um, curriculum, and so we did, you know, we bumped heads, yeah, sure. We bumped heads with the administration. We, you know, spoke up about a number of things that were going on campus. What were going on? What was the social atmosphere like at Goucher? It was all women at the time. So, um, and during the week, we primarily socialized, uh, you know, with other women, and that was fine. That was fine. Um, on the weekends, there, you know, we went off campus a lot. Um, I remember going off campus a lot. I would go to Morgan to parties. I would go to Franklin and Marshall to parties. I'd go to Hopkins to parties with their uh, Black Students Association. Um, and then Hopkins um, would come here. And the fellows we knew from Morgan would come to Goucher. What did you major in at Goucher? History. Were there any other black students in your classes? Uh, I can't remember. Let me think for a sec. Probably in some, but not all the time. In history, specifically? Sure, yeah. Um, I don't know. Not, not, not often. No, not often. 
Can you tell me about some professors that you connected with? you avoided? Well, no. No. 
Were you politically active in any way on or off campus? Yeah. Um, I participated in the campaign of Milton Allen for Baltimore City State Attorney. Um, I think he was the first African-American elected to that position. Um, I worked, how was it, somebody else's campaign? There were a couple of political campaigns. I can't remember. I mean, three, maybe, that I was involved in. When did you become a member of the Black Student Association? Probably the day I walked on campus. <laughs> I mean, not. I was in, I was in. I, as I said, um, Maxine, when she came to to introduce herself to me, um, sure, she said that there's a black student union or black student union on campus, and um, I felt a part of it from the very beginning. What type of activities did the Black Student Association participate in or sponsor? We had, pretty sure we had speakers, we had parties, um, we had um, events for like Martin Luther King Day, we had a memorial service for Martin Luther King, we would meet with the administration, uh, Regarding you know certain concerns that we have, Yvonne Everett says we had like a list of demands, and I really I don't remember that. I don't doubt it. I just don't remember it specifically. But we were always you know in touch with the administration about issues, and I remember uh, working on the curriculum. And uh, wanting to um, have more um, African American, you know, relevant courses and presenting some suggestions. The only thing we had, I think, was um, had a course on African American history and. I think we might have had a course in a literature course, but they were all um, 100 level courses and introductory courses, and um, we wanted more um, comprehensive, more courses on a variety of uh, levels. What do you think the rest of the students thought of the list of demands? I, I don't know. Do you think I, I, I don't because I don't remember all of the demands. And as far as the curriculum demands were concerned, I don't know what they thought. 
mean, are you asking me to guess or? It's okay if you don't remember. All right. Do you think administration was supportive of the Black Student Association and the list of demands? They were supportive might be a little too broad a term. I think they were they were willing to listen. They may not have thought it was feasible. And um they didn't say, no, we're not going to listen to you. And they didn't say, no, this isn't possible. Um, they, they wanted to have a dialogue about it. They were willing to have a dialogue about it. Did the black student... Uh, association participate in any other political activities? Well, uh, I'm sure we did. What what they were, I can't. I can't answer. Okay. Do you feel that Goucher changed um, by the time you graduated? So I guess it could be pertaining to um, the demands that the Black Student Association presented to administration, or anything that has changed when you first entered um, to when you graduated. Well, I didn't. I don't really remember there was that much change in the curriculum, which is something I was interested in. But I do. Remember, and I mentioned already, there was um, there were a number of really um, significant African American people, women especially, who were invited to Goucher. There were maybe not a number, but there were some significant African-American women who were invited to Goucher to, to, to speak. And um, I think that that had to be reflective of the faculty or the administration recognizing that the, um, number one, the whole community could benefit from this. And number two, the African-American students would benefit from it um, as well because we would have more role models. We'd have um, a wider point of reference um, for the, the things 
that we were interested in, you know, the, the progress that we were trying to make. We'd have more information about it from the, the women who came to campus, more, um, we'd have, uh, give us more to think about as we went about trying to change things. So in, in that regard, yeah, that was, that was a change I saw more in my uh, junior year, senior year, and I think that was, that was important. Do you have any other special memories of Goucher that you would like to share? about it I've I've shared a lot of them with you mm-hmm. in the course of the conversation okay how do you see Goucher today of that 
most recently. Is there anything you'd like to discuss at this point? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay.